Good evening and welcome back to Technicolor Kaleidoscope Oratory. My name is Erin. This episode starts with an apology. I think that some of the pages um, were published out of order. I know that Anchor itself just did a large update. So if you had any confusion over listening to the previous episode or two, um, I just wanted to explain that and for my apologies for the confusion. Today we are picking back up on page 36 of Poetry, Prose, and Putterings by Deborah Morse Raposa. This poem is called Resonate. The experience resonated deep within me, as if I had walked the street before. My feet seemingly had a mind all their own. Stepping so quickly, surely to reach this destination, I gave up all resistance. As by now, I was curious enough to continue this quest. The sun was still high in the sky. It wasn't a matter of time. More a matter of trust, a matter of conviction blind faith mixed with a sense of adventure. Had I been here before? No, not within this lifetime, and that may be the key. Coming across a wide path onto the forest, I walked on. Listening closely, I thought I could hear the sea. The ocean and the forest seemed unlikely, uh, but this is New England, and there are many such places. Coming into a clearing, all became visible. The path ended on a bluff overlooking the Atlantic. Then I knew. I knew I had stood here another time, looking for someone to come home, and someone that never did. And that a part of me was still waiting. Age 39, Childhood Memories. Funny how when we age, we think back more often. Soothing thoughts of times more simple, backyard swings playing outside, no cares to speak of, just running for fun. Laundry on the line flapping in the breeze, growing up as a country girl was idyllic. I would wander the fields and forests, finding walking paths people carved out for me. There were streams and a wide array of natural wonders to discover and immerse myself in. Farm animals to feed and pet horses to ride, my grandfather taking me fishing or teaching me to drive the tractor through the apple orchard, my grandmother teaching me how to cook or play solitaire, letting me rummage through her top drawer filled with costume jewelry, rosy powdered rouge, and the glamorous navy blue bottles of evening in Paris. Really, it all boils down to being surrounded with love, feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling protected. 
uh, to be a child again. Page 40, The Diva. My friends think I'm a diva. I ponder with a frown. Let me think on that a bit while I adjust my crown. Could it be the matching outfits or the matching shoes? Could it be the matching lipstick? But that's what a gal do. The earrings must hang just right. The rings mustn't clash. The pocketbook I'll carry must be classy without flash. My eye makeup is subtle. My lips are painted mauve. My hair is parted on the side, styled as always, a bit suave. Studying myself in the mirror for that important last inspection. Not really getting what they mean, I think, with retrospection. Page 41, Undeniably. Undeniably yours from start to finish. There was no stopping us from being together. No matter how many times we were separated, it was never for long. It was as if we couldn't breathe without each other, and our worlds diminished to heartache. Were we good for each other? Oh, hell no, but you were the yin to my yang. You filled a need in me that no one else could. The midnight phone calls, the letters of love, being there at just the right times. You used to say you loved me more than life. Who knew I would have to go on without you in mine? Page 42. Spill. Let me empty my mind and spill it onto paper. Thoughts running out, bleeding onto the pages like diluted ink. Staining the lines with my perspectives, therapeutic communion of sorts with the written word. A testament of feelings so fierce that they must be released to receive their blessings from a lot of you. For I know there is someone out there that needs to read this. Someone who is feeling very the same thing. It is for you that I write. Let me open my mind and reach out once again. For feelings for empathy that cannot be stymied, I feel I need to tell you that you are not alone. It is why I am here and why I need to write. We are all in this together, do you hear me? There are people such as myself who understand that opening your heart and emptying your mind matters. There is always somebody that needs to hear what I offer and what I am conveying. It is for all of you that I must write. Page 43, Cocoon. Wrap me in your arms, make me snug and warm. Spin silken fibers of love around me until I become a chrysalis, forming my wings to fly solo for when you aren't with me. We swaddle infants to create a binding and to feel safe. I need to feel the same. 
Bind me to you, encircle me in contentment. Be the gravity in my universe. Holding me, grounding me from flights of fancy. My mind goes all scatter at times, so much to do and so much to say. Places to be and appointments to keep. Promise me you'll be my safe harbor. One where I may dock my vessel when I am cast afloat in the everyday madness. Then we will wrap ourselves together to create a cocoon of contentment. One that is impenetrable, living out our lives just as we imagined. There are flights of beer, flights of whiskey, and flights of rum. All the rage at the upscale clubs and pubs. One thing they never offer and I find it quite a shame. One thing that would really up the ante is a flight of fancy. What's that you say? You're not sure of what I mean? You know, a pipe dream, an unrealistic idea, a thought. One so fantastical that it never could happen. Or could it? There are flights of stairs, there are birds of flight, there are planes that take flight. All part of everyone's everyday. The concepts that were all just once a thought, concepts so far-fetched that no one dreamed they'd be possible, and yet, here we are. Living with it all and more with what was just once a flight of fancy.